My name is Jovi. My name is Charlie. And you're listening to Bed Crime Crime Stories, Stories. a weekly true crime podcast where we pour ourselves a drink and take turns telling each other the stories (laughs) that keep us up at night. Hi, everybody. Hola. Hola. Como estas? Wow. Okay. That's the the extent of my Spanish. Mm -hmm. I know you're all so impressed. So (laughs) impressed. No, donde esta el bibliotec, which literally translates to, I'm going to fucking kill you. That's from Deadpool? I, I mean, I've seen Deadpool, but I don't, I don't know it that well. I think I may have seen Deadpool twice in my life. Wow. wow. Sorry. I'm Sorry. offended for Ryan Reynolds right now. Yeah. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's I'm already sure over it. Okay. Yeah. No, you're right. I'm sure he's already over it. Yeah, right. And when you're right, you're right. So, or have you been watching anything fun lately, Jovi? Um... Well, I did recently watch the Son of Sam documentary uh, oh, um, that was Netflix? on Netflix. I have not watched that yet. It's really good. Nice. Um, I was very intrigued by it. Because, mm-hmm. like, again, you know the basics of Son of Sam. I think right, right, right. everybody does, you know, true crime fans. They know. But, like, they went into, like, depth that I wouldn't have even known. Like, it was just very interesting to me, especially the way that they spun it. Which I believe is that the cops, the 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 force that was on it, the detectives and the FBI and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they they did an okay job, um, but they got this guy who was an author was trying to give him tips because he was like so consumed with this case. Mm-hmm. Like he looked into the Satanism and all these rituals mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and. At first, the police and the FBI were like, oh, eh, they just kind of like, oh, okay, thanks. Like, yeah. that sounds ridiculous. Like, laughed off what he right. knew or whatever. Yeah. Right. But it turns out he was 100% correct. <laughs> uh, isn't it the way? Yes. Yeah. And once they caught um, the son of Sam, he actually went into prison and interviewed him. And he basically he basically confirmed everything that he did in all his research. And I was just like, Whoa. wow. But and he has a book out. Mm-hmm. And I want to read that book. Nice. Yes. Yes. But yeah, that was that was the last thing um, that I watched. That and Dr. Death. Dude, Dr. Death was so good. Like, amazing. Dr. Death. So now, and I know that I've shared this on the podcast before, but I don't know, like, just, just a refresher. Normally, when I'm watching anything that's true crimey, specifically when it's, like, a true story, mm. I don't part- I don't usually like... Um, like actors portraying, like mm-hmm. I would much rather watch a documentary. Right. Give me real footage. Give me real interviews with the real people. Give me, you know, I want to be like, I, f- I want to be like really immersed in the right. story. Right. So at first I was really hesitant with Dr. Death. And I will say that one of the main reasons why I watch it is because of Joshua Jackson. Yes. I love Joshua Jackson. I've loved Joshua Jackson forever and ever and ever um and honestly he was one of the main reasons why i watched it and then um christian slater to me christian slater stole that movie agreed stole that show he was phenomenal phenomenal like i want a doctor that's just like christian slater's (laughs) version of a doctor i'm like you're the best and alec baldwin like it was cool because christian slater was more of like the straightforward not that he had bad bedside manner because he did have a lot of empathy for his patients stuff like that but he was very like straightforward to the point this is what it is alec baldwin's character was a little bit more empathetic and a little bit more soft and more professional yeah 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 but yes definitely more professional 
But that that movie or that show was so good. Mm-hmm. And Joshua Jackson playing somebody that unhinged mm-hmm. was shockingly uh, it was brilliant. Yeah. It was brilliant. He did such a good job. I'm, again, still I love Joshua Jackson. And I'm just glad that Anna Sophia Robb was amazing in it. All everybody. Yes. Everybody that was a part of that series was amazing. Mm-hmm. And like as far as Josh Jackson goes, I know when he was younger he was typecast as like the angry, the angsty teenager. Angsty teen, yeah. And Thanks, to see Casey. right. And to see like you said him play somebody who was so out of his goddamn mind yes. and do it well. Yes. Was just enjoyable. It yes. was just very enjoyable and I want to watch it again. Yeah. Again. It made me like angry wa- like he made me angry yes. watching it. And yes. like obviously I'm not stupid. I know <laughs> Joshua Jackson's an actor, but he did such a great job that it like made you angry at the character. Right. It was it was brilliant. It was yes. very very brilliant. So if you haven't done. watched it, what yes. the fuck are you waiting for? For real, like get yourself a free week pass of Peacock mm-hmm. or just sign up for Peacock because you should anyway because Parks yeah. and Rec is on Peacock. Yes. Um, you and know, do yourself the favor. And um, yeah, Doctor Death was phenomenal. Agreed. And also with Peacock, they're snapped. And cold case yes. files. Yeah. And like, or what just dis- files. What Sorry. Discovery Plus doesn't have, Peacock usually yes. has the rest of it. Yes. Yeah. The it's... only thing that I'm really sad about that isn't on either one of them is Cold Justice. Yeah. And they need to be. Because they're on Oxygen well, and they're not on anything. Mm. Like, you can get it on Hulu, but you have to have the Hulu Plus. Like, yeah. the live. Which no. is really frustrating. No, because I don't like Hulu Live. Because neither do I. Yeah. It's too expensive for yeah. not so much benefit. Yeah. Cold Justice is the best. It really is. Kelly Siegler, we love you. Yes. Um, so I recently rewatched something. Mm-hmm. Um, I rewatched Murder on Middle Beach. Yes. So yes. Huh, I watched it when. Actually, I didn't even watch it when it first came out. No, it was. It was pretty much when it first came out. It was around Christmas time in 2020 mm-hmm. that it came out. And I remember watching it as we were like, as I was like decorating for Christmas or like taking down decor. I remember mm-hmm. like Christmas decorations were up when I was watching it and like watching it at the time obviously was super engrossed, super like interested in the story. Mm-hmm. But this time watching it, I sat and just paid attention. Mm-hmm. I did not touch my phone. I just sat and I really paid attention. That documentary is so well done agreed and heartbreaking so heartbreaking the last 20 minutes of the last episode i was sitting there just crying watching that last episode yeah um it is so heartbreaking it's so beautifully done yep um the way that madison hamburg who's the director and the son of the murder victim who's being profiled in the show and he's very and he's very handsome he's like Zach Efron, yeah. if Zach Efron never got famous. Yes, and honestly, if they made a movie <sighs> about this, Zephron would totally oh, play him. Yes, he would. Mm-hmm. He better mm-hmm. love Zephron. Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, yes, Madison Amberg, you're great. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the thing that he does so brilliantly um, is every single episode, you're questioning what you think, what yes. you believe. And yes. I mean, you don't know much of the information because you're getting it obviously an episode at a time. But by the time the episode is over, everything you thought you had already figured out in that episode is called into question. You yep. finish every single episode kind of ends on a cliffhanger. Yes. Of like, wait, I'm sorry, what? And, and then you have to watch the next episode. Absolutely. And at the end of every episode, you think it's somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no... It, it, to me, it felt like everybody had a motive. Every single yes. person yes. had a motive. Yeah. Do I think it was one of them? Yes. 
But oh, I know, I know who I think it is. Who do you think it is? I think it's I think it's Madison's dad. I think it's Madison and Allie's dad. I I think it's honestly between the dad and, and his sister Conway. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's Conway, and the reason why I don't think that sorry like. Super duper oh, spoilers. Yes, sorry. If you haven't seen, you know what? Let's not discuss a, this. It's it's it hasn't even been a full year yet. No, and it's and not it really streamy. a spoiler though, because no, it kind of is. Yeah, it okay. kind of is. I don't want to give anything away because I want you guys to watch it because mm-hmm. that's how good it is. Mm-hmm. But there's a piece of evidence that's revealed at the end of the very 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 last episode that I personally think clears two of the main suspects completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. Uh, anyway, watch watch, mi- watch murder on Middle Beach. It's fantastic. Yes, it's fantastic. Yes. Um. All right. Yes. So obviously, if it's just Charlie and Jovi this evening, you know that um, it's another Jovi sode, guys. Woo-woo! What? What? So it is another Jovi sode. Yay! Um, Nikki is on vacation. It is her B day vacation. So happy belated B day. Yes, Nikki. Yes. And happy B day. We hope that you are enjoying your enjoying your vacay. Yes. Um, which I'm sure her our next episode we record when she is back, she will possibly uh, give us a little. Uh, taste of mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. her travels but um so jovi has a story for us i do so i'm going to turn it over to jovi for tonight's bed crime story sounds like a plan mm-hmm. okay so um my sources for tonight or today or this morning or whenever you're listening whenever you're listening um my sources for this episode there that <laughs> encompasses all the daytime yes, no matter when you're times, watching all the times that made no sense but that's okay um, my sources are, of course, Wikipedia, because mm-hmm. Wikipedia, yeah. Biography.com, and Criminal Minds Wiki. And Criminal now Minds I know Wiki. that Nikki used it. Yes. And we're like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> we're like, nay, nay. <laughs> nay, nay. Because, like, you, you hear Criminal Minds Wiki, and you're like, uh, okay, it's all about the show. No, like, they yeah. actually break stuff down. And then at the bottom, they'll put where they referenced the person you're researching. So yeah. they'll be like, in this episode, this part of their motive was used, was portrayed because of this, that, and the other thing. Gotcha. So it's really cool. It's a good breakdown. Um, and I actually used it a lot to summarize some of the information I found because I, right. I like the way that they put it and it was easier for me to understand. Well, okay. So there's like I'm going to have to uh, check out the Criminal Minds wiki. I mean, I would. Wiki, wiki. I would. I mean, I wouldn't do your story solely on that but it's definitely a good source of information good reference material mm-hmm. dig mm-hmm. it and like they have like their a killer um information card kind of like a stat card like a baseball card on the side has their picture Ooh. when they were arrested when they were born like all that like quick information so like, cool this is really cool yeah anyway I can- and what's interesting <laughs> is like the, the menendez brothers could actually have a sports a basketball card yes right because they were featured on that one yes. basketball rookie card they could I totally want one <laughs> I totally want that card. I bet you could find it, but it'd probably be a lot of money. So you can find it on... Apparently, eBay has a block on selling the card if you mention the Menendez Brothers in the posting. Oh. So, like, you can't search for the card by them. Oh. So people, like, have it... it, You can find it on eBay, but it's, like, you have to know how people have it listed because they've tried to stop people from selling that card. Well, damn. (laughs) 
If anybody ever wants to know <laughs> what to get Charlie for Christmas, birthday, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just to make me smile, mm-hmm. it's that rookie basketball card with the Menendez brothers well, in the background. Well, Charlie, that just means that you're going to have to find out what it's listed under. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to <laughs> yes. do some sleuthing. Yes. All right. I'm sorry. Joey. Okay. No, that's okay. Don't mean to digress. Completely derailed mm-hmm. went to another direction. That's I blame right. I blame Criminal Minds Wiki, but yes. that's the same At least point. it's murder related. Yes, exactly. All right. So tonight I'm doing... Jerry Brudos. Okay. Um, I when we did the trivia, I know that one of the trivia answers um, was the answer was Jerry um, because the character Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs was he was one he of the was people. One was, of the references. Yes. It's very funny because when you told me that this is the person that you were going to be doing, and I saw that one of your references was the Criminal Minds Wiki. Mm-hmm. Wiki. Wiki. Um, <laughs> I thought it was going to be somebody else, and mm-hmm. because I know the name Jerry Brudos, mm-hmm. so I'm excited to hear the story because I don't know why the name is so familiar, but I'm ref- I'm I'm equating it to a completely different story okay so very uh very curious to hear uh this story so all right yay well let's dive on in shall let's we do it okay so jerome henry brudos better known as jerry which jerome yeah jerome like that's how you get jerry with a j and then oh, gerald is jerry with a g got it i just i was thrown off by his full name being jerome i was just like Oh, okay. <laughs> is I, that I, a thing? Yeah. All right. It's mm-hmm. a thing. Uh, better know. Sherry was born on January 31st, 1939 in Webster, South Dakota to his parents, Henry and Eileen Brudos. Mm-hmm. Um, this made him the youngest of two sons. So okay. he was the baby. Um, Eileen, who was very displeased with the fact that she had another son instead of the girl that she had always wanted, Started to basically mentally and physically abuse Jerry starting as a child and throughout his childhood. Come on, Eileen. Right. (laughs) As soon as you said her name, I was like, how am I gonna use that joke? How am I gonna do it? That just happened. All right, go ahead. Sorry. That's okay. So basically to say that they had a strained relationship Mm. is an understatement. Got it. And also the fact that he was mentally and physically mentally and physically abused kind of reminded me of the story that you did recently of ed kemper yeah because kind of like the same you know mommy issues yes very Mm -hmm. big ed Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, very big ed um him and his family moved around a lot while he was growing up they spent time in south dakota and california before settling down in salem oregon which Mm. there's a lot of salems in this country Mm. so tidbit all right so at the age of five, Jerry found a pair of high-heeled shoes in a local junkyard that started his fetish for women's shoes. When his mother found him playing with the shoes, she quickly took them away and destroyed them. Um, he actually later admitted that he tried to steal his first grade teacher's high-heeled shoes. Hmm. I mean, okay. Sure. Not only did he have a fetish for women's shoes, but he also developed a fetish for women's underwear, and he later claimed that he would steal his female neighbor's underwear. Hmm. So, women's undergarments, or, no, I'm not going to say it. You weren't going to say panties. I was going to say panties. Were you going to say panties? <laughs> women's panties. Women's panties. Um, the older he got, he developed a dark fantasy life, which involved violence against women. Shocking. Yeah, right. Thanks, mommy. Uh, oh my goodness. I'm so surprised <laughs> that that happened. That's how that manifested. Yep. And then, to no surprise, Jerry started to act on these mm-hmm. disturbed thoughts. As a teenager, he became a patient at quite a few mental hospitals, 
hospitals, hospitals. mental hospitals, mm-hmm. and underwent psychotherapy in each of them. For for any particular reason, or just because he was was it? Did he already start panty rating at this point? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, because okay. so he started he started the panty rating and the shoe fetish at five. Okay, so, so that's the reason why they were correct. Gotcha. Correct. Well, I mean, hey, you know, <laughs> hmm, to give a little bit of credit where a little bit of credit is due, <laughs> just a little mod- modicum of of credit here. Mm-hmm. Usually, these things go ignored. Oh, oh yeah, oh, no, he's fine. It's blah, blah, blah. but at least we're like, ooh, red flags On are abounding. Yes. So let's go ahead and put this boy in a psych ward. Right. Obviously, if we're telling a story about him on this podcast, it didn't go well. No, uh, yeah. no, it didn't. But, no. but I will, like I said, a little bit of credit where credit is due of like, hey, we're seeing the red flags. Yep. We're going to at least attempt to do something about them. I, I absolutely agree. Okay. Uh, it was also in his teenage years that he began to stalk local women. Knocking them down and choking them until they were unconscious and fleeing with their shoes. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just, yeah. When he was 17, he abducted and beat a young woman, threatening to stab her if she didn't follow his sexual commands. Uh, There was also an instance where it was reported that he had threatened a teenage girl with a knife and forced her to take off her clothes so that he could take pictures of her naked body. Oh, yeah, so it didn't take... Like, it didn't take at all. No. No. Um, and now those two instances I just mentioned, they could be the same instance, but mm. they were referenced two different ways from gotcha. two different sources, so I wasn't sure. Could be, yes. It okay. could be the same one or two completely separate right, ones. Right. So I just wanted to clarify that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jerry was arrested shortly after and taken to another psychiatric ward in Oregon. No. Mm-mm. He was taken to another psychiatric ward of Oregon State. Or- wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't like Oregon. Oregon. Or- you I can had- go either way. Yeah. Yeah. I had trouble. Like when I was rehearsing this, I had trouble with, with it. Oregon. Because it's just, it's weird. It's yes. just weird. No offense if you're from. Be Oregon or be nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Let's 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 try this that again. That extra syllable in the middle is just fucking it all up for the rest of <laughs> like, us. Like for real. <laughs> Oregon State Hospital. Huh? There. For nine months of treatment, he stayed there for whatever. You guys know what I'm trying to say. While he was in this ward, okay. he was still able to attend high school during the day. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know if like a tutor came in. I don't know if they like let him go yeah i it didn't say i really hope like a tutor came to him you would hope but then again this is what in the 60s so you know you really you really don't know they're pretty loosey-goosey with that sort of thing yes no i agree um it was at the hospital that he was diagnosed with schizophrenia Mm -hmm. and extreme monogamy massage nope (laughs) i'm like my that's not a that's, problem that's for men not, to have extreme monogamy. <laughs> misogyny? Yes, that. Yeah, okay. yeah that. <laughs> that not like even two, the same yeah, thing. No, those are like pretty close to being pretty opposite, actually. I, I swear I'm not drinking. No, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's been a long day. So been. my brain's just like, you know what? We're yeah. going to have you fuck up. So I hope you guys are getting a good laugh out yeah. of this. So, Sheesh. Yeah. She. Misogyny. 
There. That's what... Misogyny. That's yes. it. Not mis... Not monogamy. Monomena. It was also determined that his sexual fantasies revolved around his hatred for his mother and women in general. Shocker. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Good old mommy dearest. Yeah. Okay. So, as I mentioned, while institutionalized, Jerry was able to attend high school during the day, and he graduated high school in 1957, and not long after became um, an electronic technician. Okay. So, not a bad gig. No, no. And uh, at least he had a no. job, so yeah. that's that's yeah. a plus. Mm-hmm. Around the age of 22, he married a 17-year-old girl named Darcy and settled down in a suburb of Salem, Oregon, where they had two children together. Eesh. And it always amazes me that these types of people have wives and kids. Like... I'm sorry. Does somebody meet him and go, mm, he looks like a psycho. I want to fix him. Let me hit that. Him. No, I think it's a fixing thing. Yeah. yeah. I want to fix him. Yeah. You can't fix people. No. Especially no, no, no. if they don't want to be fixed. Correct. That's just not how the world works. No, no, no. Okay. So on the surface, he was a, he was living a typical family-oriented life. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> He was living a typical great family life. Good old, good old, good old life. Mm-hmm. But lurking underneath was the monster that he that had always been there. So of, very BTK, very BTK. And you know, honestly, with the women's clothing and the high heels and like that type of thing, it's very BTK. Very much so because he would dress in his victims' clothing and take Correct. pictures of himself in his victims' clothing. It is very BTK esque. Very similar. They have a lot of simul. Wow, they're what both simians. My... <laughs> no, they're not at all. Like, am, am I gonna have a stroke? Like, is I that? I really hope not. I hope maybe not I either. should drive later when we go to the movies. Maybe, maybe. Uh, b- b- okay, so living underneath was the monster that was o- that has mm-hmm. always been there. A violent man with an intense fetish for women's shoes and undergarments. Hmm. Jerry would force Darcy to do the housework naked, except for a pair of high heel shoes, while he took pictures. I mean, okay. That, you know, don't want to yuck your yum. Yeah. But some people... I was just going to say that. Like, honestly, like, I actually am sitting here going like, okay, that's actually kind of hot. Yeah, but (laughs) it's hot for, like, normal people. Correct. Well, yes, exactly. Like, killers and... Correct. Schizophrenics and stuff like that. Correct. Yes. No, I get it. Yeah. Oh, no, I get it. I get how it could go either way. Right. It's either super hot or it's a super big red flag. Yes, exactly. And you have to look at your context clues of everything right. else that's happening around you. There's no, yes. there's no medium. No, it's, no, no, it's no, no, one no. or the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one or the other. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. It was around this time that he began complaining of suffering from migraine headaches and blackouts. To help relieve these symptoms, he would steal shoes and lacy undergarments from his female neighbors during night prowling raids. Yeah. Yeah. So his cure for a migraine was panties. <laughs> panties. Not Tylenol. <laughs> no, Got no. It. Apparently that or Excedra migraine wasn't doing it. <laughs> exactly. So The acetaminophen wasn't kicking nope, it anymore, so I had nope. to go get some lacy underpants. Right, right. Got it. All the stuff that he was taking from his neighbors, he kept everything in a, in a garage, in his garage that was connected to his house, mm-hmm. that... He wouldn't allow his wife to enter until she announced herself on an intercom that he installed in the house. Okay, see, that's the red flag. Yes. So if it's cleaning naked in heels, taking pictures, and also have to announce myself before I go in any room, that's the bad stuff. Yeah. 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 That's that's no bueno. Right, right, right. Look, Spanish. (laughs) It came back again. (laughs) It came back again. 
He would also, at one point, experience a transvestite period okay. where he used the female persona as a form of an escape mechanism. Okay. Which is also, like, when I hear that in, like, the shoes and the undergarments, I believe that's what they took for Silence of the Lambs. Correct, correct. So. Yes. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. That movie, though. Would you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck me. <laughs> Was she a big fat person? <laughs> uh, I will tell you. Okay, so Silence of the Lambs again. Sorry, it's Sidebar Nation. Yes, guys, I big time, big time. Um, I did not watch Silence of the Lambs until I was way older. I actually read the book first, which oh, I know wow. is I don't think a, a journey a lot of people take with Silence no. of the Lambs. Um, when I was I was like a sophomore in college, and I was taking a uh, pop culture something class. I don't know. I just wanted to take a class where I thought it was like cool to, I thought it was going to be an easy A, which it kind of was. Um, <laughs> and it was basically the whole entire class was about books turning into movies and okay. like the study of the changes that they make and blah, blah, blah. So I actually got to read Silence of the Lambs. Nice. And then watch them film. Okay. The film is creepy, scary, all on its, all own. On its own. The book gajillion times worse really gajillion times worse huh a full gajillion uh that's a lot that's a lot a gajillion is is a lot times worse Mm -hmm. gajills gajills i'll have to read it Mm because now now i'm intrigued now i'm intrigued Mm -hmm. in 1967 jerry followed a woman to her home because he liked the shoes that she was wearing later that evening while she was asleep he broke into her home raped her, strangled her to the point of unconsciousness, and then left her home. And then left her home, not left her at home. (laughs) Then left her house, (laughs) but not before he took some of her shoes. Which, that whole incident didn't get connected to Jerry until much Much later. Much later. Okay. Yeah. So, there's that. Mm. On January 26th, 1968, Linda Swanson, an Ron. Linda Swanson, a 19-year-old door-to-door encyclopedia saleswoman, paid a visit to Jerry's home. Hmm. He pre- he pretended to be interested in buying a set of books, but of course he had more sinister intentions. Once she had lowered her guard, he subdued her by bludgeoning her before Ugh. strangling her to death. After her death, he kept her body for a time, dressing it up oh, in the God. aforementioned women's undergarments and shoes, mm. and positioned her body in provocative poses. The keeping yeah. creeps me out. Big time. That Again, similar to Ed Kemper. Uh-huh. The keeping. Uh-huh. Oh, just like, Why? I mean, it's all awful, but the keeping just completely fucking creeps me out. Oh, then you're going to get really creeped out. Oh, God. It's, it's going to happen. Oh, God. He also removed her left foot, which he kept in a freezer, and used it to model his collection of high heel no, shoes. No, 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 no. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes. So, ew. He later disposed of her body. Her body. <laughs> he later disposed of her body in the Williamette River from the Wilsonville Bridge on Interstate 5. Linda's body was never found. Oof. Never found. Barf. Oh, the keeping. It totally (laughs) creeps me out. It totally creeps me out. Oh, it gets worse. Mm, Of course it does. Yes, yes it does. Several months later, on November 26, 1968, Jan Whitney, she was 23 years old, was on her way home for Thanksgiving when her car broke down on I-5 between Salem and Albany, leaving her stranded on the side of the road. Of course, 
Mr. Jerry happened to be driving on I-5 as well, spotted her on the side of the road, and pulled over. He offered his assistance... He pulled over to offer his assistance, but instead strangled her with a leather strap and had sex with her dead body. He took her body back to his home and kept her body hanging from the pulley in his garage for several days. No, no, no. During which he dressed, photographed, and had sex with him. Now, instead of cutting off a foot, he cut off one of Jan's breasts (gasps) and made a resin mold of it that he used as a paperweight. No, 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 no. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. You should see Charlie's face right now. Oh, no. Like. Okay. The removing of a boob is so depressing. I can't. Why is that, to me, like, one of the worst? It totally, that freaks me, it all freaks me out. (laughs) That just really fucking freaks me out. It's an odd thing to keep as a quote-unquote trophy. Like, take a finger. Take an ear. Well, it's like Ed Gein with the nipple belt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just, don't leave my boobs alone, man. (laughs) They're my I mean, leave all of it alone. Leave all of it alone, preferably. (laughs) But, ooh, uh, it's so upsetting. That Mm -hmm. is so upsetting. Mm Mm-hmm. And again, it does not get better. Took a mold of it and used it as a paperweight. <laughs> yep. And that's really degrading, too. C- legit. Here, like, hold my paperwork. Yeah, no. And I think that might be why, and this is personal opinion, that might be why he did it. Because yeah. he hated women. Yeah. He resented them. So he's like, you know what? I know what I could do. Yeah. Oh, gosh. But yeah. So there's that. When he was done with her body, he tied it to a piece of railroad iron and threw it in the Williamette River along with Linda Swan, Linda Swanson's foot, which had rotted. And I want to just correct myself. I called her Linda Swanson. It's Linda Swanson. Mm, okay. So my apologies. Yes. My apologies. So yeah. Wow. The foot went with her. Jan's abandoned car was later found at a rest stop along I-5. Her body was not discovered until July 27th, 1969. So, a good amount of time later. I was going to say, a good few months later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Karen Sprinker, who was 19 years old, a Oregon State University student, was abducted at gunpoint by Jerry from the parking lot of the downtown Salem Meyer and Frank business on March 27th of 1969. Okay. He was dressed in woman's clothing during this attack, so probably to... Like, disarm this... Yes. Oh. Yes. He brought her to his garage, made her try on his collection of undergarments, just like he did his other two victims, and posed while he photographed her. He raped her and strangled her by hanging her by her neck from a pulley, the same pulley that Jan was hung from. (sighs) Jerry had sex with her body on several occasions and cut off both of her breasts to once again make plastic molds. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Afterward, he tied the body to a six-cylinder car engine with a nylon cord and threw it into the, you guessed it. Willamette River. Yep. Oh, I've been saying that wrong. Is it Willamette? It looks like Willamette, so Willamette. Willamette. Yeah. Again, Jovi's having a stroke tonight, apparently. (laughs) Apparently. I apologize for any... Um, anything I pronounce incorrectly, but yeah. Uh, so th- this seems to, to be a his fucking place. car engine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Molly doesn't. I was like gonna say even it. the dog is like no. <laughs> what? <laughs> I hope you guys could have heard that. Other, if you don't hear that, then that's not funny. But no. The dog just made it very. Yes, you had to have very heard that. upset. She's yeah, very she's upset. very very upset. 
Uh, Karen's body was found on May 12th, 1969 in the Long Tom River near Monroe. Oof. So that means it kind of drifted. Yeah, which is shocking unless it separated itself from the car engine, which I'm assuming it did. I'm because otherwise, yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's a very impressive current. Legit. Or the the cord probably came loose. Yeah, you probably yeah, yeah. didn't tie it well yeah, enough. Yeah, that's a nylon cord. It probably yeah. gets slippy. Or even after being in the water for so long, it could have deteriorated yeah, or yeah, yeah. like fishies could bite at it. Fishies. It's food. Fishies. So, fishies. Yeah. About a month later in April, Jerry attempted to abduct Gloria Smith and Sharon Wood on separate occasions, but both managed to escape him. However, Linda Saley, 22 years old, was not so lucky. On April 23rd, 1969, he abducted Linda from a shopping mall parking lot. Just as he did with his previous victims, he brought her back to his garage where he raped and strangled her before dressing her in his collection of women's undergarments and high heel shoes. Jerry decided not to cut off Linda's breasts as he's what done previously. Guy. What a good guy. But oh wait God, till you no, hear what the- do, do. <laughs> Because they were too pink. And that's in quotes. I did air quotes. They were quote unquote too pink. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead, he drove an electrical current through her body <gasps> in an attempt to make it quote unquote jump. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And that failed. This was in pretty quick su- succession, huh? Yes. Like, basically, it was one like right after one another. right after another. Yeah, because his, his spree wasn't that long. I think it was only a year, year and a half. So. Good God. Yeah. And it wasn't like minor, just I'll walk up to somebody, no, shoot them in the head. Yes. This was like calculated yeah. and lengthy. Yeah. Good just, gracious. Just terrible. Just absolutely terrible. Love. Terrible. Um,. Afterward, he tied her body to a car transmission with a nylon cord and threw it into the Willamette, Willamette River, just as he did uh, previously. Jeez and mm-hmm. rice. Her body was also found on May 12th, 1969, uh, just like Karen's, and both Karen and Linda's bodies were found by a fisherman um, in the Long Tom River. How much must that, like, fuck up your life? A lot. <laughs> like how do you forget that how no, do you not never. dream about that at night like no, never i always think about that when they say that like a pedestrian or somebody finds a dead body like mm-hmm. i'm sorry that's not something that you forget no 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 at no, no. all yeah no that that's that's gonna stick with you yeah as police were investigating the murders they were tipped off by a student that they were interviewing at nearby oregon state university Some female students reported receiving phone calls from a strange man claiming to be a Vietnam vet looking for a date. No. Yeah. One of the students actually went out with the caller. Mm. And she said he was a heavyset man with light hair and freckles. During their encounter, the man made some reference to the dead women found in the river and the possibility of taking his date away and strangling her. So he actually said to her... Dude. (laughs) Like... What's be cool, fuck? man. Seriously. Be cool. I mean, I'm glad he wasn't cool. No, legit. But, but like, yeah. Come on now. Dude. Come on now. Um, the police. Get that shit hush. hush <laughs> police asked her to call them if the man ever called again. Yeah. And to set up a meeting with him at her dorm. So to have him come to her. I got dorm. like, I'm like, did he? But I don't want to know the ending. Yet. We're not there yet. <laughs> I'm like, did it happen? Is that what happened? <laughs> it's coming. Just listen. 
After a few days, the man, who obviously turned out to be Jerry, called and agreed to get together with the young woman. Oh, girl, yes. Set up that sting. Yes. Instead of his date, Jerry found the police waiting for him when he arrived. I love her. Good for her. Amen. They interviewed Jerry and decided to investigate him further as a possible subspect. Subspect. Wow. (laughs) My gracious. Suspect. Suspect. (sighs) Which... I would fucking hope so. I was going to say, you, you kind of hope that that's what happened. <laughs> like, legit. <sighs> After one of the women that he had attempted to abduct, um, their names, I forgot them, Gloria and Sharon, mm-hmm. uh, one of them actually identified him. Yay! So the police were able to get a search warrant for his home. Nice. So... Yay to you guys for escaping and... Double yay. For, yes, yeah. for identifying him. You mm-hmm. go, girls. Inside Jerry's garage, oh God. <laughs> the police found copper wire, rope, and the pictures of his victims, and he was subs- subsequently arrested on May 25th, 1969. Did they find the boob molds? It didn't say. But I'm going to guess yes. Cause so if it, where are you using the boob paperweight? Like, where is that being Probably put into in his use, garage. Right? I, and in my head now, just thinking about it when you ask that, probably to hold down his pictures. Probably to keep Barf. everything. Yes. I don't know. I just, no, you're probably it's right. It's just fucking weird. Oh. Uh, May 25th, 1969. He was charged with three counts of murder. Um, he was actually never tried for Linda Slauson's murder since her body was never her found. Her body was never found, yeah. And he pleaded guilty three days before the scheduled part of the trial. He tried to avoid punishment by claiming he was not guilty by reason, reason of, of insanity. insanity. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Let's say it together now. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the mental health expert to examine him, um, they determined he was legally sane. Correct, yes. Uh, they said that he knew that what he did was wrong and never showed any signs of remorse for mm-hmm. any of his actions. Of course. He received three consecutive life sentences with the possibility of parole. Mm. Yay, 60s. Well, mm. I guess the yay, 70s. Yeah, yeah. After each of his murders, it was said that Jerry dressed up in the high heels and masturbated. His murders were intentionally... That's like the most normal thing he did. Like, pretty much. Yeah. Yes. Um, his murders were initially entirely opportunistic, mm-hmm. but he began to evolve his MO in later murders. Yeah. Uh, he became known as the Lust Killer or the Shoe Fetish Slayer. Personally, I like the shoe fetish slayer. I feel like it yeah. has more of a ring to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But either way, he's still a shitty human. <laughs> either way, <laughs> big piece of crap. Big piece of shit. While serving his time at Oregon State Penitentiary, Jerry had piles of women's shoe catalogs in his cell. Stop it. <laughs> he wrote to major companies asking for them and claimed they were his substitute for pornography. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> mm-hmm. He tried several times to appeal his conviction, but obviously these yeah. efforts failed. Yeah. The parole board basically told Jerry that he would never, ever be released. All right, good. So just, just fucking stop. Yeah. He died of liver cancer on March 28, 2006, and he was 67. Huh. Okay. Uh, at the time, he was also the longest incarcerated inmate in the history of the Oregon Department of Corrections. Hmm. A total of 37 years from 1969 to 2006. Hmm. So, long time. Long time. Long time. His wife, Darcy, divorced him in 1970. 
and left the state with her children and has since changed her name. I would too. <laughs> like, yeah. that would legit be the first thing. Immediately. Immediately. Yes. Yeah. Jerry was betrayed on the hit Netflix series Mindhunter by Happy Anderson. Okay. I was going to say there was a story arc in the second season of. Nope. Yeah, second season of Mindhunter. Mm-hmm. Where. Or maybe it was the first. I don't remember. The seasons are short. It all kind of blends together. I always watch it like one right after another anyway. Mm-hmm. And as you were talking about like the shoes. and So basically the the premise of mm-hmm. that person was they found a body in a dump. Mm-hmm. Right? Is that mm-hmm. where you're saying? Okay. And the person who I guess is portraying the Jerry Brodus type character. Because it's not him. No. It's not like exact. Like ripped from the headlines. No. Um, it was like he was engaged to be married um and he was like very virginal and you would never expect that it was him and blah blah blah, blah and then you know mm-hmm. but of course the mind hunters knew they knew because they, they hunt know. minds they oh, show is so know. fucking good it is a really good so good show. and uh, my last note that i have Sorry. here that's okay last note that i have here i had already mentioned but i'll read it again mm-hmm character Buffalo Bill from the movie Silence of the Lambs was partially based on him. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the cross-dressing part mm-hmm. and the, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the that, lotion in the basket. That, my friends, that's Jerry Brutus. Jeez, oh man. Yeah. Maybe that's why I know Jerry Brutus from watching Mindhunter, because I would always, when I was, was watching it, mm-hmm. would look on Wikipedia to see what was true stories and what was not true stories. Mm-hmm. So that might be where I know it from because they probably referenced him on the Wikipedia page for yes. that. But yes. um that's another if you have not watched Mindhunter, my You're friends, not a true crime fan. <laughs> no, just kidding. No. Totally just if kidding. you haven't watched Mindhunter, just do yourself a favor. Yeah. It's the only thing that sucks about Mindhunter is the fact that there's not more Mindhunter. Yes. I concur with that. Definitely put that on your to watch list if yes. you haven't watched it's it. It's only or two watch seasons. Again. Yeah. I I've literally watched it both seasons like three or four times mm-hmm. all the way through. Mm-hmm. Um I thoroughly enjoy that show and seriously, you can never go wrong with Jonathan Groff in Mm-mm. anything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. He's so handsome. I Mm-mm. love him. I love Jonathan Groff. Agreed. I love you. Agreed. <sighs> well, Thanks for telling that story, Jovi. <laughs> You're welcome. And again, I am sorry that I can't talk today. Okay. I at least hope that it made you guys laugh because yes. that's my intent. Happens to the best of us. You know, nobody's perfect. Exactly. So, you exactly. Know. You know. Well, I'm getting a nasty look from my dog, which is not anything new, but it is definitely her dinner time. So we are going to, (laughs) we're going to feed her before she eats us. I was going to say, we're going to feed her before she stages a coup and uh, takes over the world. Yes. Yes. If anybody could do it, it would be her. Absolutely. Um, So thank you guys so much for listening to tonight's episode of Bed Crime Stories. Thank you so much for listening to any episode of Bed Crime Stories. We appreciate all of you so much. Um, You can find us on social media, on Instagram and Twitter at Bed Crime Stories, on both of those. You can send us an email um, at uh, bedcrimestoriespod at gmail.com. Send us story suggestions. I think I um, mentioned this one of our couple episodes ago. That if you have a story suggestion, you have somebody specific that you want to tell your story, mm-hmm. like, this is a great story, I really want to hear Jovi tell it, mm-hmm, type of mm-hmm. a thing, please uh, add that as well. That That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, send us pictures of your dogs, cats, llamas, rabbits, otters. Big fan of otters. Yes. If you have any of those, send yes. them my way, please. please. Please and thank you. And we can't forget our reptilian friends. Who's I say? Our little reptilian yeah. friends. 
Very cute. Love Very. me. I love a good lizard yeah. and a chameleon. <laughs> chameleon. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Wow. Um, all right. So is that usually all I say? Oh, like, subscribe, rate, review, mm-hmm. wherever you are listening to the podcast. Tell a friend. Um, I think that's usually that, everything that I say. That's usually everything you say, um, yeah. <laughs> Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Please be kind to one another. Uh, the world sucks. We could all use a little bit extra kindness. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you all next week. But until then, sweet, sweet dreams. dreams. Our theme song is the song Industrial Music Box by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. creativecommons.org backslash licenses backslash by backslash 3.0.